You're listening to The Tuesday Club with Sean and Kyle. It is The Tuesday Club and it's another episode with me, Sean Holly, and my co-host Kyle Rees. Today's episode is brought to you by Peter Morgan Estate and Letting Agents, a family business based in South Wales for 40 years. They're the only agency that is trading standards approved and rent smart Wales registered and with a social media presence that can't be beaten. They are selling and letting more properties than ever. You can follow them on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Peter Morgan EA. Have a look on Facebook too. Peter Morgan Estate Agents as a trusted name in property. They now have Peter Morgan Financial, offering mortgages, remortgage, same-day remortgages, loans, and health and life insurance. They are hashtag positively moving. All inquiries should be made to info at petermorgan.net. And don't forget to quote Tuesday Club. What do you think of that, Kyle? That sounds like I want to go and buy a house now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a number of sponsors. And Peter Morgan, big thanks to you for supporting us here on the Tuesday Club. Just Kyle and I tonight. We've got a really special guest coming up next week, but uh, we thought we'd have a little chew around this week. We had some fantastic guests at the start of season two. I thought Colin McFarlane was fantastic. And, uh, you know, looking forward to some of the big up-and-coming ones we've got as rugby starts to come back to the fore yeah, in Europe. Yeah, Wales. <laughs> yeah, but before we get on to the rugby, Kyle, it's not the rugby players are not the only ones who've been training recently. You're looking a little bit slim there, my good man. I'm looking What's a little. looking a little bit slimmer than I was when you said I was looking a little bit slimmer. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, obviously uh, the gyms have opened back up, and um, we were having a conversation about a week or so ago, and I told you I was going to go and join the gym, and you said, "Hang on a minute, now you're my co-host of the Tuesday Club. You're my good friend." I've got an incredible state-of-the-art gym out the garden. Get up there. I'll train you. I have trained Lions, Welsh Internationals. I'll get you into shape. So that's what I've done, mate. I've taken your advice um, slash your warnings. I've come up yours, and you have absolutely demolished me in the last seven days. Uh, we've just done a session tonight as well, and um, obviously, you know, you, you're busy. You're starting to become more busy now with uh, Pro 14 coming back. And... Um, we missed a couple of days there, and I had to do two sessions on Sunday, and I've never done that in my life. I've never trained on a Sunday, so that fair was a first. And, fair um, play to you, and, and fair play as well, that I wouldn't allow you to come up, and my wife wouldn't allow you to come up, unless we were fully social distanced. Yeah. Uh, it's important that our listeners know that. And... <laughs> Fair you you're coming full PPE, right? A full <laughs> on bacterial wash spray, massive towel, drink, um, mask, mask, gloves, the lot. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Fair play to you, Kyle. But you're doing well, mate. It was a hard first week. So for any of our followers that are fitness fanatics, I've been doing the Fit for 50 uh, campaign. It's just something to keep me going, mate. And 50 in November in case there's a small percentage of the world I haven't told yet. <laughs> um, every, every 50 in November, which is a bit of a landmark, you know, psychologically and physically, but I wanted to try and get myself in shape. I, f- I felt lockdown was, you know, a good excuse to, to change my diet, my lifestyle and train hard. I'm lucky that I built a gym for my my kids, really, you know, all through my rugby coaching days. And that investment is really paying off because I'm in there as well now. And, um, you know, you, you were up there. So this is what we do. We train uh, weights, 
you know, I, I'm encouraging Kyle to walk as much as possible because it's a great fat burning exercise. I walk my dog every morning. Uh, we do chest on day one. We do back on day two. We do shoulders on day three, have a day off. Uh, and then we do legs. And then we do arms. But as Kyle said, he missed a couple of days, so we smashed legs and arms. And every session, we're doing abdominal work in between. So fair play to you, Kyle. You know, for week one, you've dug in there. You've done really well, mate. Um, I've had to literally hose and mop my gym down. The amount of sweat has been coming off you. But... Oh, thanks, mate. That's really, that's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I do you offer the help, though, at the end of every session. I see you as soon as I'm leaving. You go over with all the antiseptic and all the bleach in that bucket. I say, do you want me to give you one? You always say, no, just get out. I'm fed up. You know, I've spent an hour with you. But, it uh, was quite cathartic, mate, for me. You know, just to, you know, I get a bit of, you know, I quite enjoy doing Quite sad like that. I quite enjoy that. But are you enjoying it? I've enjoyed your first week. Uh, up until today, like, I've enjoyed every se- I couldn't wait to get up there. I was enjoying the sessions. It's, it's when I used to go to the gym on my own, I would, like, you know, go to the gym, do a set look on my phone text some people choose another song then do another set i'd be in the gym for about three hours and i wouldn't break a sweat because yeah there's so much gaps in between so much rest time in between that you didn't need um what i love is we go up there and i do if not more what i would used to do in the gym in 45 minutes and that is why i'm (laughs) dripping Uh, i don't know why i haven't shedded half of me yet in the week because it's just non-stop and this whole thing that you've got me doing literally really strong heavy weights five sets of different muscle group i say muscle group but different exercises and then smashing five sets of abs out in between god i don't know how i'm, how I'm still alive but i you do it a- you can do it mate yeah, yeah and you're gonna be looking great so like watch follow kyle the kyle reese on instagram the uh, kyle in particular reese. <laughs> because you're going to see a transformation. We're determined. He's getting married next year. Want him to be in massive shape. Now, supporting that, talking of your Instagram, mate, you posted uh, quite a significant uh, post. I think it was today. Um, you've got loads of followers, you know, Outlander and everything that you do. You've got a lot, a real good following. And you posted something today about ketones and the keto diet that you're doing alongside this training. Yeah. Uh, showed a lot of humility, a lot of honesty, fair play. So, you know, check him out on Instagram. Have a look at this. It. About eight, nine minutes long. Uh, it's worth a listen. You know, spoken from the heart. And it's not easy to do that, man. So, so well done for that. But just for, for those who haven't listened, you know, just explain very quickly what what, what that's about. Well, if you say very quickly, because you know I waffle on for an hour. Correct. <laughs> no, basically, it's, uh, I feel, I felt very nervous doing that. And there's a lot of people, you know, Chucking a lot of words around me lately, and I just, I just don't see all the hype of it. I feel very lucky, boy, to be doing what I'm doing. But I have grown a little bit of a, a, a social me- media following, especially on Instagram. And yeah, I'm going through a journey. I've, I, like I said in the post, I've always struggled with my weight. I've always been up and down, um, crash diets, fad diets, magic pills, magic supplements, and you get it, and a new one comes out, and you think, oh, this is it. I'm not, now I'm going to look like that guy on the Men's Health Cover magazine, and it's you're not. And you never do. And I did mention my friends who are all in incredible shape. And it's because they they are motivated. They go in at 6am in the morning. They do their session, they cardio workout. They go to work, they come home, they do their weight session. And credit to everyone who does that. But I've, I've always struggled with weight. And, and also food for me. This food is the big one. Um, I've got, food is good memories for me. I'm sure... It, 
a couple of well, the other week we were talking about this and um amy was saying that you know whenever kyle talks about food it's always a memory back in the day when he went on holiday with his parents or he went to a rugby match you can guarantee in that story there's going to be food in there and a big smile and food has always been a treat to me so you can see where you know i said that thing in the video it's like you know the austin powers character fat but him he says i'm fat i I, I eat because i'm sad and i'm sad because i eat and that is a vicious that is a vicious cycle it is true sometimes but there'll be a lot of people listening to this who that really resonates with you know including me it's because you know our life is full of things you know i've had a hell of a day today i probably had to deal with no word of a lie about 40 different things whether it be family business um you know media whatever it is and not everything's gone right you know i lost my godfather today you know and that was the first thing i i heard today from my dad ringing up first thing this morning it was really sad you know a big part of my life yeah. and it just set the tone for the day really um and food can be one of those things that you take solace in you know without knowing grazing yeah. you know oh i, I treated myself to something my favorite things that aren't particularly good for you and you know, a lot of people resonate with that, but there's a way of training your body, training your mind, training your pituitary gland and how that reacts, your metabolism reacts. And you've embarked on a keto diet, which does that. So it's high, high protein, high fat, low, very low carbohydrates. Um, and lots of things that maybe some nutritionists would say, you know what, don't do that because you get to eat butter, mayonnaise, oils, lots of red meat, you know, chicken, fish cheese you know um yeah. and then very little carbs you know but but I, i've been doing it as well i dropped 10 kilos you know you might you said to me the other day you didn't need to lose that but I, I saw some photos of you before lockdown and yeah you were you know look to look at you now well i sort of think to myself i'm looking at myself in the mirror and i'm thinking well this actually is the real me this is the way that i should be you know um and so i'm you know it, it spurred me on with confidence so it can be done um, you have smashed. Just... You have smashed. Though going back to what I said to you earlier, I, I think it was one of those things that pop up, right? And obviously, ever since I met you, you've always trained, but you've always been super busy. You've always had the Six Nations on, then the sea, kind of normal season on. You know, floating around different networks and doing this and doing dinners and not. You're, you're probably one of the busiest men in rugby, I would say. Thankfully, and hopefully, you will be when everything kicks off again. But you will always found a time to train as well. And I saw that photo of you the other day and it wasn't so long ago. It was just before we went into lockdown. I think it was me, you and Matthew Reese. We went up to uh, uh, Mrs. Evans's house and we recorded the Tuesday Club there. And and I just thought, oh my God, that's a different, that's a different person. Mm. And you haven't lost dramatic amount of weight. You've dropped, you know, what is it like? Uh, you was... A stone. Yeah, stu- you've dropped yeah. a stone. But to go from that picture to seeing you now, and what I said to you in the gym earlier on, to, to, if I saw you walking down the street and I just saw the back of you, and this isn't, you know, brown nosing or anything else like that, I would think you were about 10, 15 years younger, fella, like. Because you, that's, that's how good it has made you look. And that, seeing you doing it is what's spurring me on. And hopefully, seeing me do it is what's going to spur other people on. But see, 
what it does, it makes you feel good. You talked in the, you also talked about endorphins. You know, uh, we did the session earlier and it was hard. We and like both of us weren't as motivated, but you know, I I feel great for doing it now. And yeah. that's why I said to you, let's do it, let's smash it. And well, look at me now, I buzz in. <laughs> can't stop talking, full want... of energy. <laughs> I, I, came, I came into the gym, I crawled into the gym. I can't walk, I can't move. Please don't make me do this session. <laughs> but we also wanted to do it to talk to talk about it on the podcast as well. And um, like I said, there's a lot of listeners out there who resonate with it. And, you know, look, the keto diet isn't for everybody. Um, there are, some people do carb cycling. Some people do fasted stuff. Some people do vegan. And look, whatever whatever floats your boat. It's just I, I found that this works for me because I get to eat lots of stuff that I like. And, um, you know, it, it, it's just flown off me. You, you, you've seen it, you know. Um, and the Fit for 50 campaign is, is spurring me on. A good friend of ours, Shane Williams, he's doing it as well. And, you know, he's just created a Facebook group, uh, r- r- Life After Rugby or Rugby After Life, something like that it's called. And, Clever. you know, I just j- jumped in that because he's lost eight, nine kilos. You know, crikey, Shane was 75 kilos soaking wet, but he's lean and fit and strong and feeling good. And part of that, mate, is that we, we got involved with the company, um, no, we won't we won't push company too much. We'll talk too much. We'll talk about the ketones, and this is what pushes you into ketosis, which is a fat burning state, and um, and that that's really the thing that kickstarted me. And I know it's kickstarted you and Shane as well, because that gets you helps to get you in a state of ketosis really quick, which is about burning fat, and then you have the keto diet, and then training and walking and so on, yeah. and you can maintain it. And how are you finding that? And how did you get involved in it? Well. I mean, the one thing that is good, good, going to be good to see is like you, for me, you know, me, you and Shane, we're all, we're all doing it. Shane's always been fit because of rugby. And then after rugby, the Ironmans, the triathlons, everything. So for him to go from doing all that much exercise and burning all those calories with all the training he's doing to drop eight ki- kilograms on this just goes to show how well it does work. And, and likewise for yourself. But what I'm interested to see is somebody who is a bigger fella like me, like you were, you wasn't big. Shane wasn't big, and I don't mean big as in tall. I mean, I've got a, a lot of extra timber that I need to be carrying around. So I'm excited to see how much it works. And so far, so good, like you said. But, yeah, the the ketones for me, uh, I've tried no-carb diets before. I didn't know it was called a keto diet when I tried it. And it was the same with every fad diet I've tried in the past, Sean. I've gone on it for two and a half, three weeks, gone, oh, my God, I've dropped a stone. I've dropped nearly a stone so quickly. And then I've gone and celebrated with uh, a massive Chinese takeaway or I've gone to McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? Or I've gone out and drunk 20 pints or whatever it is. So I think it's it's a lifestyle change for me. And this Prove It Nat Ketones drink is what has kick-started in my brain and in my body. And I'm not going to lie, right? The, the drinks do taste great, right? They have to, otherwise they wouldn't sell for the company, obviously. But... They, it's really opened my eyes and my head. I'm feeling, like you said, I am lost. I've lost. A, I've lost three stone, right, which is a lot of weight. But I'm still big. I've got a long way to go. But I'm nowhere near where my long term goals are. But I feel amazing. My mind feels, I don't know, clearer. I, the only way I can describe it, um, I've just I've said this to a couple of people, and I think I mentioned it in that post on Instagram. There's a film out there called Limitless with Bradley Cooper, okay? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. He takes this magic pill that some ex-college friend of his came across and all of a sudden this pill just activates 100% of his brain. Obviously, this is a film, so it's not real. There is no magic pill, but 
he learns French in two minutes because he reads a book. He's a Kung Fu master because he watches 10 minutes of a Bruce Lee film. He works the stock market in 20 minutes and then he earns millions and millions of pounds and his life just goes brilliant. But anyway, that's, I would say 5% of what he was achieving is what I feel like. That's the only way I can describe it because I just feel clear um, problem solving, everyday problems. I work on a building site. Things are sometimes at the end of a of a Friday afternoon. You'd be like, ah, oh, just leave it till Monday, and you always come in fresh. You can. I f- feel like I could solve them there. My mood is has improved a lot. Um, you know, you can ask my fiance Amy. I am so much more help around the house now, other than coming. <laughs> genuinely, um, you know, uh, she hasn't have to. T- she hasn't have to, have to tell. I can't talk. I'm so wound up after my session. Um, she hasn't had, ha- I can't talk. She hasn't told me or had to come in and say, get off, get off your bum and start doing some work around the house. I'm actually just coming home and smashing the cleaning and maybe I should pick up on the washing a little bit more. But anyway, this, this drink, um, it isn't a wonder drink. It isn't a miracle pill, but the reaction that I've had from it has been, in my opinion, over the last 10 weeks, I've dropped three stone in 10 weeks, right? I had two bad weeks, but I got straight back on it. And what I think I subconsciously did as well is I I don't regularly eat breakfast. Now, I know you told me off about this, but I've never regularly eaten breakfast. Even when I was in comprehensive school, uh, I would just get up, go to school, eat at lunchtime. That was it. So I think what I've unconsciously done is I've started intermittent fasting with a keto diet Hiya, Shirley. <laughs> Sorry, for those who can't see, Shirley just walked in. Sean's lovely wife and brought him a coffee, I think, or a tea. A cup um, of tea. A cup of tea. Of tea. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I think that I think it is a brilliant product. I really do believe in it. Um, I, and I believe in it so much that I'm buying it every month as well. I'm not just being sent, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in no means a celebrity like Shane is or you are. They're not sending me free boxes, but I am purchasing each month because that's how much i believe in it and like you said the journey is upwards and onwards and long may it continue so when i do walk down that aisle you'd be like oh my god that's not kindly that's james bond but a welsh version (laughs) (laughs) well that's enough of that for now but uh, anybody who is interested just check out kyle's instagram check out fit uh at fit for 50 uh you can follow our journeys in what we're doing there's links on there if you want to get involved in the ketones essentially you're looking at a a calorie deficit in your day. Put out more than you put in. Buy around about 500 calories. Do some exercise. Walking is fantastic. Um, and, you know, cut out some of the, the the bad habits in your eating. Now then, we mentioned early, earlier, mate, that uh, rugby is coming back for us in Wales this coming weekend. We've got some derby matches. And uh, last weekend was the Gallagher Premiership's restart in England. Um, did you catch any of that? I saw, I didn't. I've had a busy weekend. Um, uh, I caught a lot of the highlights on BT Sports app. Um, and obviously the the first game I was interested in was the Gloucester game, uh, just to see what that young man was doing. And obviously I heard it on the radio um, Lewis Rees-Zamet has touched the ball and scored it as soon as he touched the ball. So I did catch up with a couple of the games, but uh, take it away. What what do you think? <laughs> I think, I, look, I, if I'm honest, and I sort of knew it was going to happen, that 
some of the games were pretty disappointing. Like the English Premiership Championship can be a bit turgid sometimes. It's blown up by uh, you know all proportions. That um, and it's hyped up. Uh, but some of the games are very attritional, set piece orientated, and there's a lot at stake because there's relegation. <clears throat> there's not at the moment because Saracens misdemeanors mean they go down. But in terms of European places and winning it, and Exeter Chiefs are right in the pole position. Now Bristol are coming up the rails. But there's been a few law interpretations, and the, and the referees really went to town in the early games. The first game, the Friday night Harlequins and Sale. Well, people who watch that, they're just not going to get that time back, if I'm honest. You know, the number of penalties that were given away. First of all, I think, give a record number of penalties away. Uh, Leicester Tigers give 22 penalties away. My God, 22 penalties in a game is a lot, let alone from one team. So it's going to take a bit of adjusting. I just hope. Greg Garner, who's the head of referees in Pro 14, has really got round all his referees, and I, I think he has, to have a little bit of common sense about this. When the Pro 14 starts this week, I'm back on TV. Yes, first time in four months. Woo-hoo! I'm back back on on Sunday doing Ospreys Dragons. We've got uh, Scarlet and Blues on Saturday, and then there's a host of other derbies. Italian derby, Friday night, Benetton, Zebra. Massive one then Saturday, Leinster, Munster. Uh, Edinburgh Glasgow is always a biggie. Edinburgh a uh, going for a semi-final spot. Uh, then we got Connacht Ulster. Ulster also going for a semi-final spot. Um, so no South African game, uh, unfortunately, this week. But there's going to be two rounds against Pro 14, and then a semi-final and a final. Um, Les- Leicester in um, Leinster in pole position at the moment. Uh, and then October the third, we'll see the new season start. So it's a bit obtuse, a bit different. But um, I know you've got a vested interest in this. You've been a, a, almost a lifelong Osprey fan, mate. Um, what, are you looking forward just to seeing them in action then on Sunday or what? Well, considering that Toby Booth is in there now, I think, and obviously what he said about uh, this is going to be the new Ospreys, there's nothing for us at the moment until the next season starts. But it is going to be good to see them on the field and see how the players are now going to react to a new coach coming in and a new setup and... You know, it's um, last season was definitely one to forget. Um, it was painful to watch. Uh, I know there's a there's a there's a running joke in in rugby. Um, you know, you watch the Southern Hemisphere teams play in their like the the Super Rugby Atora. Then you watch the Gallagher Premiership, and it's almost there, but not quite there. But then you watch the Pro Fourteen, and it's like watching rugby in slow motion. You know, as a Welsh fan and a Pro Fourteen fan, you don't really want to see that anymore. So you. We want to see these games being as entertaining as they were when you're watching them in the Premiership. Because I love watching the Premiership. And I'm going to say something now, which probably won't surprise you. But I prefer watching the Premiership than watching them Pro 14 sometimes. What do you, what do you think of that? <laughs> There's more tries, more passes, more line breaks, more points. Less people in the crowd. That's <laughs> Um Better, better pundits. At least, at least, at least the player, <laughs> at least the players in the Pro 14 will be uh, used to nobody in the crowds, especially in Wales. Anyway, oh, that, that's harsh. That is that's harsh. harsh. That is, hey, I go all the time when I'm home. Do you know what I mean? So you know, I, I, yeah. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, you do. Well, it's coming this weekend. Pro 14, Guinness Pro 14 is back in action. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. Today's episode is kindly sponsored by Peter Morgan Estate and Letting Agents, local firm. 
family business based in South Wales for over 40 years. They are the only agency that is trading standards approved and Rent Smart Wales registered. You can follow them on their social media channels uh, on Instagram and Twitter, especially at Peter Morgan EA. They also have a Facebook page, Peter Morgan Estate Agents. For all inquiries, Go to info at petermorgan.net. Quote Tuesday Club. Man, just coming off the rugby a little bit because I want to come back to it a bit later. Um, I, we've talked about uh, this a lot with our guests. What have you been watching recently? Because I want to mention something that I just got into. Now, like him or loathe him, Piers Morgan sort of divides opinion, right? But I've just been watching Piers Morgan's serial killers and Piers Morgan, Killer Women. Killer Women, I watched that. Me and Amy watched Netflix. that. That's brilliant. Oh, my God, mate. I, I, you know, he's the perfect guy for that, Piers Morgan, right? Because he's probing, he's in your face, yep, does yep. his homework. And, um, you know, one thing that set it up, just the common thread for me, particularly on the Killer Women one is, they've all been convicted for life without parole. Like, so they've all clearly done it. Yeah. But they're in complete denial there was there was that one um oh yeah the young black girl uh, was in the alley with a dr- drug deal gone wrong she didn't do it i didn't she, think she, she did it party to it she yeah, was, yeah she lured the guy there mm. but she didn't actually you know bust a cap no, she or, didn't she wasn't even there and she's serving life yeah. without parole for murder accomplice too but, wow but no, that is a brilliant. We watched that. It's on ITV. It was an ITV uh, production, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah, because we watched that? it. We watched it. Uh, must have been about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, but he, yeah, he's done a few of those, and he he is really good. Like you said, he he gets a lot out of them. Like do you know what I mean? And these people, and and they're all in prisons, aren't they? He goes he goes to the prisons to interview them and that. But uh, but yeah, it's brilliant. He's got a backstory as well because he goes to the crime scene. He meets the yeah. detectives and the other police guys and their families. You know, so it's really well done. I just a sort of thing I, I stumbled across um, because I find some of the box sets that we've all done. You know, I, I got to the stage now, I, mean, I don't know about you, but I look at it and I look how many episodes it is. If there's anything over 25 episodes, I'm out. Really? I'm like Peter Jones Dragon's End. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, he's, a, he's another worse one there. Look at Peter Jones. Hey, Jonesy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, uh, I've got Amy. It's very rare that me and Amy will agree on something to watch, right? So we either have to go right. Well, you chose that last night, so that was my choice. But the last sort of four or five days, I've been offering up some movies, and she's been going yes. So I've been watching. So we've watched a couple of films, and um, one that we watched recently. I saw it a few years ago when it came out, and it's two two brilliant actors. One of my favorite actors, J.K. Simmons. He's incredible at everything, everything he's in. He's brilliant, whether it's comedy, drama, anything. And Miles Taylor, who's, who's made a brilliant name for himself. He's, uh, I think he's about the same age as me, probably. It is uh, a brilliant name, but Miles Taylor. Miles Taylor. No, he's made a brilliant name. For, oh, very funny. Well done, Sean. <laughs> Let's give Sean a round of applause for that one. You know, you should be a, you should be a stand-up comedian, mate. <laughs> um, but no, it's called Whiplash, and uh, it's a story about a young boy who wants to be a drummer in this uh, jazz band. He goes to Schaefer Music Academy in New York, which is best school in the country, um, probably the world. And it's just about this teacher's, infamous teacher's 
methods of what he gets out of these musicians, these young musicians, and, and how much pressure they're under to be in his studio band. And, well, the, the, the story is compelling. It's Everyone has had that teacher. It might not be as intense as that, as what goes on in this film, but everyone has had that teacher growing up on that authoritative figure above them that they can relate to, I feel. And, um, uh, you know, the, I, I mentioned a quote to you earlier. I'm not going to repeat it now, but um, just Whiplash, it is a brilliant, the score as well. If you like if you like all sorts of music, the music that they do play, because you get to listen to this these uh, musicians playing these songs in the film, and the music is brilliant. If, if you like jazz, if you like orchestral music, it's absolutely brilliant. And I don't know, every single shot... Miles Teller, and you hear these drum solos, right? And these these little, um, what do you call it, fills, drum fills in between your trumpets or whatever. And he's there at the kit. So they're shooting him at the kit. Now, I don't know if he's just going nuts with the camera on him. And, you know, if they didn't put the soundtrack over him, it would just be like, you know, no no one, he's not hitting anything. Or whether the, or Miles Teller has learned to play the drums or he was already a drummer. But it looks fantastic, and uh, it's that's definitely. I think it's about five years old, five or six years old. But it's definitely my movie, my movie to watch of the week. If you haven't seen it, Whiplash, go and watch it. It's on cool. Netflix, probably. I don't know where I watched it. I think it was Amazon, maybe. But it's out there. Go yeah. get it, Netflix. Yeah, well, good, well, right. good. Well, let's go back to some uh, some rugby talk. Gallagher Premiership. Now, one of your newfound um, heroes is a young. Welshman playing at Gloucester, uh, Reese Lightning, Lewis Reese Zamet got a great start to the restart with Gloucester, bagged a couple of tries, exciting prospect. Another one, Dai Young's boy, Thomas Young, man of the match for Wasps in a pretty emphatic win away from home to Northampton. Dan Bigger, uh, not happy with that one. Do you see these two breaking into Wayne Pivak's uh, sort of squad, man? Um, well, obviously, uh, they've both been in the squad. Uh, they haven't been in the jersey uh, or in the starting lineups or on the bench. But oh, I think actually, I think Thomas Young has played, hasn't he? Didn't he get a try disallowed? I can't remember what yeah. game it was. Yeah, it delivers sure. him it's six nations. I international. I can't remember. But anyway, can't but he remember. has. I think you're right. He's pulled it on. Yeah, I think. I think um, definitely. Reese Lightning is. I mean, I was. I was a bit shocked that he didn't make an appearance in the Six Nations. Um, you know what my feelings towards that was. If he's doing it for his club week in week out, and it's very rarely I watched up until the season finished prematurely there wasn't a game I think there may have been two games where he didn't score or and in those games he still had a stormer he still was going looking for the ball he was off his wing I think he played centre this weekend as well am I wrong or did he oh did he I don't I, know. Yeah, I, I didn't think, watch that one yeah he played, I was 13, playing golf. He, played <laughs> he played 13 this weekend um, so it's not a familiar well I don't know if it is a familiar position for him but not one that we are seeing him playing in all the time but he's he's I think he's the next I'm not going to say the next Shane Williams because there is only ever going to be one of him. But yeah. he's going to get damn close, I feel. Uh, especially yeah. if they treat him right, they bring him on pro- bring him on well. But it was like with Shane, everybody's seen the Guinness adverts, or you'll never make it, you're too small. Nobody gives Shane, you know, the sort of career that he had. And it's one of the best careers a rugby player will will dream of having. But I just feel like, you know, with the Keelan Giles thing, Keelan Giles was on form for the Ospreys. He was scoring, he was fast. And then they brought brought him into the squad for the Autumn International. They didn't play him once. 
and uh, not Alex Cuthbert has been brilliant for Wales. He had a good two or three seasons for Wales. He sort of didn't really find his form again, and he's dropping balls five five centimeters from the Argentinians' try line, and they got Keelan Giles, who's in form on the on the bench, and you don't bring him on. So I hope that doesn't happen to Lewis Resarmit, where they go right. We'll give you a taste of what camp's like, but you're not really going to play, you know. Well, mate, look, the saving grace I think is it sounds like there's going to be a lot of international rugby coming up. Um, the announcement of a potential Six Nations plus two in the autumn, so Fiji and Japan joining the Six Nations in Europe playing in a two-tier competition, muted as Wales, Ireland, England, England and Fiji. What a mouth-watering group that is. As a fan, I got my views as as an ex-coach. As a fan, is that something that excites you or is it something you're thinking, oh, they're just trying to make some money by playing extra games? How do you view it? Well, as a fan, initially, you just go, yeah. Oh my God, internationals are back and there's more of them, more teams to play, more games to go to. But you can see, you know, the, the, all, of, all of these unions now have lost a lot of money because the games that weren't played, the tickets had to be refunded uh, and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, but I think I think it's a great, Fiji and Japan now, you know, you're either going to get one, it's like the France thing with Fiji, you're going to get one or the other. They'll come out and they'll absolutely ruin you. Or, you know, you'll just scrape by them. You'll never, you never, apart from one World Cup, I think it was 2011 maybe, that we uh, we beat them like 50 points to 10 or something. But Japan, well, everyone has seen them in the last World Cup. And I mean, by golly, they, they shut a lot of mouths up, Japan. So I really thought they were going to go down and play in the... Um, the old training, the rugby championship with Argentina, New Zealand, South Africa and Australia. But, you know, then there was talks of South Africa coming up to the Six Nations and Italy being dropped out. And then this whole calendar shift of the whole, I don't know if they was done away with, but it was really, really confusing as a fan to try and read it. But those games now, the way I look at it, England, Ireland, Fiji. Fiji, we play them every couple of years. Um you never really know what's going to happen, depending on what form the Welsh team are in. Even if they're in good form, you kind of know they're going to win, but it's always in doubt. England and Ireland, we play them every year anyway, so you're still relishing that. People go, oh yeah, but it's like the World Cup, we're in a group of death. The last two group of deaths Wales have been in, we've come out to them and got to the quarterfinals. So it's, um, I think it's good. I think it's good. It'd be hard on the players maybe with um, all those games yeah, at that yeah, level. It's going to be difficult, mate, because they, you know, to squash them all in, and then uh, it's talking about a revamped European um, European Cup and Challenge Cup. You're talking about um, having a Six Nations. You talk about having a new season starting a little bit late. You know, there's still, even though it's been announced that the fixtures uh, of the Lions are in set in stone there's still doubt you know in south africa whether that will go ahead the touring companies haven't really issued you know full packages this is it because they're holding back so yeah it's going to be a lot of rugby and still some uncertainty obviously we start the guinness pro 14 this weekend with no crowds you know what's that going to be like it's going to be interesting for me to commentate you know because i'm going to hear in my own voice you know <laughs> normally at a welsh derby match you you know you've got crowds around you get excited 
I'm going to be echoing around the Liberty Stadium. Me and Shane Williams, who, who he's doing it with me on Sunday. So, are you are yes. you covering any other games on Saturday or just Sunday? There, no, there are games on. There's a the Italian derby on Friday night. Yep. Uh, then there's uh, uh, Scarlet Blues, Leinster, Munster, um, Edinburgh, Glasgow on Saturday, and I think it's then Connor Dulster and Ospreys Dragons on Sunday, and then another full program the following weekend, uh, and then you're into semi-finals and a final just to get this season done and dusted. Yeah. And then we wipe the slate clean and we go again on October the 3rd for the new season. So that's what I'm saying. You know, if you start in the new domestic season on October the 3rd, these games that we're talking about, these international games, they're talking about starting them the first weekend of November. Yeah. Well, so, Halloween, I think, is the first game. Wales and Scotland. For, to finish yeah, off the Six October Nations. The 30th. Yeah. There you go. So, and, and then you're running into these games. Uh, and then you've got European games, and so the Pro 14 is going to be running alongside. Man, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult, but I think everybody's just trying to say, look, let's get it going again yeah. and see, you know, see what happens. And let's pray that that Lions tour goes ahead. The as one well. thing that is going to be difficult for, for especially the Welsh fans, because I don't think any of the other home nations or even any of the nations that are going to be involved in this potential two group, uh, two tier group competition in, in the autumn is we're the only. We're the only team that's uh, our stadium is still a hospital for the pandemic, so yeah. we're gonna have to go to Twickenham to watch Wales play. Well, actually, you know, the, of the of the Welsh regions, the Scarlets Blues game on Saturday because I think Parker Scarlets and I forget this right here now. Parker Scarlets is I, definitely they were the first ones to do it. So I think Parker Scarlet and the uh, Arms Parker out of action. of action. So the Scarlets and, and Blues is going to be played on Rodney Parade, I think. Is it? And they both, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter I at think. the moment because there's nobody left to go and watch it anyway. But No, no. It's just, you know, if you're playing home, you want to be in your home ground, don't you? But um, anyway, that's enough talk of uh, of rugby, mate. We've had a bit of showbiz in there. Next week, we've got another special guest coming on. Um, big thanks to uh, all our listeners and followers. You can follow us on Instagram at Tuesday Club Podcast and also on Twitter at Tuesday Club underscore it remains for me to say on behalf of me and my esteemed co-host kyle reese a big thank you to this week's sponsor peter morgan estate and letting agents a family business based in south wales for 40 years they are the only agency that is trading standards approved and rent smart wales registered and with a social media presence that can be beaten by no one and they are selling and letting more properties than ever. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Peter Morgan EA. They have a Facebook page, Peter Morgan Estate Agents. And as a trusted name in property, they now also have Peter Morgan Financial offering mortgages, remortgages, same day remortgages, loans, and health and life insurance. They are, without doubt, hashtag positively moving. All inquiries should go to info at petermorgan.net and quote. Tuesday Club. Kyle, you've been fantastic. See you next week. See you next week, brother. (laughs) I've gone right then. (laughs) See you next week, everyone. Bills.